Hello, everybody, and welcome to the unofficial Elder Scrolls podcast. I'm your host, as always, Pylon, and that voice you heard over the uh, playing over the video that you just watched would be AKB's uh, apologies, as we know every week tech issues happen. Um, and this week, we can pay that all off to the fact that my computer finally kicked the bucket. So I bought a new one, and I've spent the pre-show, I guess we can call it, rebooting the, I guess, the stream how I had it set up before. So I'm not sure if everything will be as it was. We don't have any transitions. We don't have any sweet screens right now because I have to go through and rebuild all of those. Um, I should have done it in advance, but I did not because <sighs> preparation. Who do I think I am? Is craziness. Um, so other than that, though, we should be good to go. So I want to introduce everybody around the table with us today. So to my left, oh, I got to do opposites right now. If I'm doing the video right now, we have Lost in Hyrule. Lost, can you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Yep. I go by Lost in Hyrule. I hang out on the UESP Discord and do some editing over on the wiki, and I serve as a moderator on the Discord. Awesome. Thanks so much. And Alara, would you like to introduce yourself? You haven't been here for a couple weeks. You've been eaten by yeah. work, so this is exciting. <laughs> yep. I'm Alara. I edit the wiki, and I'm an admin on the Discord and forum. And I'm probably forgetting something, but yeah. <laughs> it's fine. And last but not least, AKB. Would you like to get, introduce yourself for anybody who may not know who you are? I'm Cry Havoc from the intro. <laughs> <laughs> it's because, so the reason we have the old intro on there is because I just grabbed the first one I could see because I was scrambling to get all the videos ready. And I grabbed <laughs> one that was labeled number two, but apparently the one labeled number two is the old one, not the new one. I'm AKB. I'm an admin for the UESB. I do various tasks for us. I help out our community through our Discord, our Wiki, and our various social media platforms. You can also see me streaming at various times, such as before the show, where I was streaming while Pylon was trying to rebuild his PC <laughs> in live action. It and was, was very dramatic to watch. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of blue screen. Yeah, t chat's asking if that's your Cry Havoc impression. Which I like. Is that my Cry Havoc impression? <laughs> it better not be. That wasn't even close. I haven't heard his voice for a very long time, so I'll try to work on one, and I'll introduce myself as Cry Havoc pro as <laughs> properly, eventually. Awesome. That well, I think... Be... Oh, go ahead. That will be my September goal. Okay. Be able to perfectly mimic Gryavik. <laughs> awesome. Well, I think that's a good time to switch over to our scholarly pursuits. But since I don't have our normal screen, we can just pretend that the music is playing. Do, 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 and we'll move over to our scholarly pursuits. Sound good? Hooray, we did it. Um, awesome. So why don't we get started with Lost? What have you been up to in this week in Elder Scrolls world? So I finished the Rivenspire questline in Elder Scrolls Online. So I got to finish dealing with the Doomcrag and Count Ravenwatch stopping the bad guy. And that was pretty cool. Overall, I enjoyed the stories there. And so I got shipped off to the Alakir and I've stopped basically on the docks to go there. So I've got... Two more zones to go to finish off the Daggerfall Covenant. I did notice something kind of interesting is that the number of zone quests is really wildly different. And I think it probably reflects changing design paradigms as they made stuff. Like the Daggerfall Covenant, the first two zones both have 24 main story quests. And then they go down to 9, 11, 11 for the last three. And then most of the others have things that are in the ballpark of 10, which is pretty interesting. Um, Blades, they did an update. I previously had the infinite loading bug. Now I don't, and I can play again, so that's nice. And I've opened tons of treasure chests and have sold a lot of things for gold, which is good, making progress. And then in Skyrim Pinball, I'm just trying to power level my magic skill because I want to get the highest level spells. Currently, my magic level is 52. I need to get it to level 80 so I can unlock the expert tier spells. And then I can finally document them on the tables on the wiki. And that means I only have to cast 
1,218 more spells, not counting healing, and then I'll have succeeded. So that's my mission. That's so much work. I can't even imagine how much work that is. Um, one note on your uh, curious quest questions. Um, I believe that the change in the number of quests per zone uh, pertains to when they used to be locked. So the quests were expected because they were in harder zones, I think, to take longer to do. So there was a fewer number of them because they were higher level quests that you would be doing. Hmm. I believe that would be the case from that one. So that could be, but then the other um, factions, the other alliances, theirs basically hold steady. Um, Ebonheart Pact goes 16-18, drops to 7 for Shadowfen, then goes to 19-18. Oh, true. And yeah. then Old Mary Dominion is 12, 9, 13, 8, 10. So both of those ones mostly remain consistent, except Shadowfen's super low, and then Daggerfall Covenant goes from super high to very low. Yeah, I'd wonder if we see like kind of a breakdown of like what those quests, like how long it took to complete a quest. If right. the hour commitment is the same, or if it was like two second quest counts as one. Right. I mean, yeah, I'm not exactly sure. I felt like Riven Spire went faster than the other two zones, but I also binged those once, and then Riven Spire was over the course of a few days, so it's hard to measure. Awesome. But that's basically it for my Elder Scrolls stuff. Awesome, that's super cool. Uh, Lara, how about you? You've been off for a little while, so you might have additional things to tell us or less things, because I know when I've been off for a while, that means I've been busy doing other things. So. Yeah. <laughs> I've done a little bit of um, ESO Blades and Legends. Uh, started playing those uh, new quest lines and Blades. Um, Elder Falls Online, I've been slowly working my way through um, elsewhere. I just got to the quest with the drunk Alfie, and she has hilarious dialogue. And uh, yeah, Legends, just I guess trying to climb the ladder again. I'm way back in like ninth rank or something like that. Awesome. So you're ninth now. What does it start at ten? Is ten uh, twelve? I think. Starts at twelve. Okay, I keep getting like up to nine, so that it like puts me back in nine to start again. And I was like, I can't actually remember where where it actually lines off. So that's exciting. I've been playing a lot of Legends again too. Was there anything else you've got new to share? Any new swag mm -hmm. pickups recently? Nope, not at the moment. No, not at the moment. Okay. But I've been adding some stuff up on the Bethesda store. The new uh, jewelry, it's real pretty cheap, but I've been hoping for Elder Scrolls jewelry that's not like $100. So Your necklace right now looks like an Orberus, so it would oh, pair well it with does that. Kinda, like, yeah, just in the stream there, it looks like the Orberus, so that'd be cool. That would yeah, be a good a full necklace. Yeah, elsewhere logo necklace and like a charm bracelet, so I think I'll get those. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, so you didn't order the rubber ducks? Oh, yeah, I gotta do that too. Good. I'm still undecided whether to do like the set of four or just one of them. It is, yeah, that is tough. Kind of get all of them. That's what I would do. Yeah, because if you order them as a set, they're like ten dollars cheaper or something like that. Oh really? Yeah, at least the set that I was looking. I don't know if they're like that on the um, Desa store. I would say that's worth it. Yeah. Awesome. I really do like the other, uh, not the other one so much, but the Jarl Valgruff and uh, Elfric Stormcloak ones. It's funny to see them as rubber ducks. I know. I think Alduin was my favorite, though, if I had to pick one. I think the Dragonborn's probably mine. But, yeah, nothing otherwise new with me. Nice. So I'll probably go over to myself now, since I actually have a ton of things that I've been up to, which is super weird, because normally it's me that's like, I'm like, I don't really have much to update. But this week, I actually did, which was really fun. Um, so as I we mentioned at the top of the show, I got a brand new computer. I'm running off of an iMac now, so I've got to get things working off of that for a little bit. I went back because I'm doing more audio, video, editing, stuff like that, and I just I missed having a Mac because I used to game exclusively on a Mac, which back in like 2005 to 2000 and I want to say 2011, really until about Skyrim came out, and that's when I actually ended up building a computer so I could play Skyrim because I didn't I got it on Xbox 360 and I didn't really love it. 
Uh, so that's what I built a PC for. But now I'm like, I'm going back to the Mac so I can do a lot of things. So first thing was installing all my games again. And ESO runs swimmingly on the iMac. And I want to say one of the real reasons for that is an add-on called, I believe it's Voltan's Adaptive Sweating or Adaptive hey, Settings. Pylon. Yes? Can I stop you for a second? You can. Tell I him fear- no. I've, I, I got help uh, with the puzzle to find the uh, hideout door. <laughs> yes. One of the game admins actually showed up to show me where it was. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm hanging out with beautiful Jay. Oh, cool. <laughs> That's awesome. That's wor- worthy of an interruption, I would say. Yeah. Shout out to the Zoss uh, team for making it possible for me to continue. So he had to just show it to you? How did you get help? Okay. He just but physically it's behind showed a waterfall? up and said, it's this way. Was it behind a waterfall? Uh, I don't know yet. He's still taking me. Okay, that's what's currently on video is you're running with him. Yeah. yeah. And he's murdering stuff really good. <laughs> he's very good at this game. Nice. Um, right. There we go. <laughs> he did it. Thanks, Man, it's not Jay. even a waterfall. Urgh. <laughs> I love that. That's so fun. Uh, Yes. Uh, But as I was saying, so Voltan's adaptive settings basically let you run the game at whatever settings you want, and it'll just automatically adjust them depending on what your current frame rate is and so how intensive the zone is and things like that. So I've been able to keep ESO running at 60 frames per second on the 5K iMac, and it looks beautiful. Everything works great. Like I think a lot of what it does is it just changes the view distance that's um, available at the time. So it works great. So when you automatically load into a zone, it gives you a very small view distance and then it slowly expands it back, which works really well. I haven't had any issues with it so far. So I'm very happy with getting ESO running on that. Um, What's the name of that again? It's Voltan's Adaptive Settings. Um, I can get a link to it for the chat. But it was phenomenal. Yeah, if you go to ESO UI... I'm copying a link here now. I'm posting the link in chat. Boop, boop. If you have any trouble running ESO, I highly suggest putting that add-on on. And putting that add-on on. It's fun to say. Uh, it just it created such a huge difference for me. So I was getting about 30 frames per second uh, without the add-on, and then I was easily able to get 60 frames a second as soon as I put it in. Is that only for running on Apple, or is that nope. system agnostic? System agnostic. Cool. It's just an add-on. So it just kind of... It just limits the things that are heavy on your GPU um, and then slowly turns them on as other things let up. So it's very, it's really smart. It's genius nice. work. So yeah, Votan's Adaptive Settings. I hope he's pronouncing the name right. I threw him some donation too because it was saved me so much time. So You really added an L in the notes because you were thinking about Voltron, right? Obviously, yeah. Well, yeah, I did put an <laughs> L in the notes. It's no longer there. You saw nothing. <laughs> so... What was nice about that then is I was like, okay, well, I get to play ESO now that it's working right. So I've been leveling my war- werewolf, which is my favorite thing I've done in ESO in a very long time because the werewolves are super fun. Except I've discovered I desperately need to get a new mouse because the Mac mouse is absolute garbage for 99.999% of things. Um, the only thing it's good in is a video editor because you can move in any direction you want. Other than that, it's just hot garbage. Um, so I need to get a new mouse. So I'm looking to get another new MMO mouse, either the Razer Naga, the Corsair Scimitar, or the Logitech 602, I think it is. So that'll be coming soon, because right now this is awful. Real quick, you said that you could move it in any direction. The scroll. Do normal. So by oh. up and down, anything I'm moving, you can, might be able to see on screen, you can scroll up, down, over, left, right, um, it's like a touchpad scroll, not a scroll wheel. It's like a touchpad scroll wheel, yes. So it's interesting. So it's cool for some things, but 99% of things it's useless. So, especially games. Um, so right so you now... You just need to add one of those onto a good mouse. That would be cool. Actually, I don't think you could. I don't think it would work well. I actually... Okay. It's just this mouse is going to say like to the side for when I'm doing stuff in like a video editor. And then I'll just move back to the gaming mouse for most things. I get you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I got my werewolf in Cold Harbor. Um, as of today at lunch, I completed the second 
part about reuniting or rebuilding the Hollow City. So I've saved the Mages Guild and the Fighters Guild now. And I think there's just one more thing I need to do, if I'm remembering correctly. It's been a while since I've done Cold Harbor. So it was kind of nice to go through that again. Um, Get all them lights of Meridia. Yeah, I did that one. That was fun. It's Cold Harbor feels like a completely different quest design than every other zone in the game. Like, they don't tell you where to go to start the quests. They're just kind of like, here you go, have fun. Um, and you have to kind of like find your way around by exploring, which was cool. But yeah, I was having a lot of fun with that. Um, the other thing I got up to as I did the Popper Gauntlet, which we'll talk a little bit about when we talk about Legends. Um, and I got to five wins, which was great. Because at four wins, it was like, you're currently rank 1,001. I was like, oh, I'm so close to getting to the top rank 1,000. Then I got my fifth win, and I was at rank like 3,584 or something like that. I was like, oh, dun, 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 dun. So I didn't make it to the top 1,000 in that run. So I think it's over now, if I'm correct. So I don't think I'll be getting it. Yeah. So I won't be getting any of the top 1,000 on that one. But it was a lot of fun. But we'll talk a little bit more about that when we talk about the news. Uh, AKB, anything really new with you? There is new stuff with me, but we'll be talking about it in our informal next segment because we, our segments are broken for the day. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, I've been playing a few Elder Scrolls games, of course, as I always am. Uh, I've been... Honestly, like the highlight has been PTS. Uh, Dragon Ball honestly is very, very good. It's one of the like what I always hate is how Elder Scrolls does characters half the time, where only a few characters and usually gods are major characters or are interesting. Like every character I've had major interactions with so far has just been the best i've just been loving every second of dragon old it's legitimately one of it might be the be- my favorite segment in eso now hmm. beyond awesome. that that's it for a old akb awesome well we're gonna move over to our news now do 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 and we're in the news. Hooray. I'm trying to decide in my head right now if I'm going to cut that out and add the actual clips for the audio listeners or just leave in me making horrible, horrible sounds to indicate <laughs> that we're done in the news. Maybe both. Maybe we'll give them a little double double whammo. Auto, so. Auto-tune yours. Make it sync <laughs> up with the other. Oh, I should auto-tune it. That's a great idea. Awesome. Okay. Sweet. So, News. AKB, since you gave us that sweet tease, is there any new UESP news? Yes. And if you've been looking in chat, you might have seen the first signs of what our news is. We have new icons for Twitch. Hooray! It is super exciting. We have sub badges. We have bid icons. We have... We have emojis. a new emote coming, right? It's still pending yeah. because Twitch is different about emojis. Uh, if you just upload a badge, it was instant. Like, okay, yeah. it's you have it now. Uh, like, they give you a guide, of course, of, hey, don't do this or this or this. But they just let you do it. Now, emojis, they investigate. Like, someone's physically looking at it. Yeah. They all go through human intervention to determine if they're suitable or not. Which is kind of wild. <laughs> I mean, it's a, there's it's not super hard to reach the point where you can upload them to Twitch and then you can use them anywhere on Twitch. Which yeah. can cause problems for some streams, obviously. Like, major, major problems. Since... There are kids on Twitch. Yep. So they are very careful about that, and I can't fault them for it. But yes, we have uh, three new emoji coming. Uh, 
Two of them are basically just... AKB, can you turn to your right again? There was something oh, the, amazing on your the screen. The Glyptodon. Yes, the Glyptodon, which... They're also friendly, uh, so I'll just walk up to them. Can you pay hey, Mr. Glyptodon. So, if you didn't know about this, we kind of spoiled this. Inadvertently. Uh, the, there was, there's a major ban mod for elsewhere for Oblivion, and one of its main creatures is the humble Glyptodon, which sadly went extinct in real Earth. But these guys used to be real and was super cool. They're like turtle rhinos. Turtle armadillos. I like turtle rhino more. Okay. There's no horn, is there? There's no horn. Some rhinos well, don't have horns. He has a horn. Does he? Yeah. No. That's I can't see it at this resolution. No, he has a tiny horn. I don't see it. I'm by yeah. one in my game, let me see. Oh, yeah, I think he does. Yeah, they have tiny uh, rhino horns. Oh, yeah, they do. It's really, really tiny. <laughs> uh, Worgen, you can hunt the Glyptodon, but he just freaks out and gets sad. Oh, that's sad. I'm not going to do it because it's too dramatic. I think the one I'm by just headbutted me or something. My character, like, squawked about something. Well, they're friendly to me, at least. <laughs> yeah, stop bugging Glyptodon them. Whisper. Uh, where was I? Well, um, we were talking about... Emotes. So, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, we have three new ones. Two of them are basically space fillers. I don't expect anyone to actually get them. Because uh, there's multiple tiers of subscribing on Twitch. So I just put them in there as space fillers on, for now. If someone... Uh, I, they're not terrible, of course, because they were made by a fantastic artist that you should all probably know. But it wasn't like, oh, hey, this is super USB-specific. It was more like, oh, hey, I'm just going to put something in the slot for now. So we have they? something in the slot. What are they? Yeah. Well, you have to stay tuned for next week when hopefully it's no longer pending to find out. <laughs> I mean, this isn't like a lore spoiler. No, it's, it's now a spoiler. It's now a spoiler. Yeah, we can't talk about that. But that's really exciting. We're finally getting all the exciting. sweet stream stuff set up so that you'll be able to use it more once we start streaming more. Except for our actual stream part. That's just always broken. It's You know what? We're, we're saying it's a podcast first, and a stream is an additional benefit, the live recording of it. So that's why we can justify the... Terrible, terrible production value that we have every week. <laughs> what uh, was the name we came up for uh, this week? The Unrefined Elder, the unrefined Scrolls, Elder Scrolls, right. Scrolls Podcast. Yeah. Oh, uh, been... Before we move on from the topic, I do want to give a hearty shout out to Lady Nerevar for creating yes. them for us. They are fantastic. Yes, Lady Nerevar, you did an awesome job with these. I believe the drop, uh, the bit... The bit ones are uploaded as well, too, right? They are uploaded. So I don't even know if I have any bits. Absolutely. There are some people... With, uh, I did check. Uh, like, ten people have bit badges on our channel so far. Interesting, yeah. But you haven't cheered us, Pylon, so you have not earned a bit badge. Yeah, I know. So this is because doing it in Canada has been this, like, crazy... <laughs> struggle of mine because it has to go through like amazon pay and do all these crazy things and it just it just has been such a struggle Let's see if i can figure it out now while we're actually talking about this <laughs> i don't even it, know it's because it's because they're technically considered to be conflict diamonds in canada yeah. so it's a whole thing okay let's see what happens i hope no one can see all my credit card information on stream that'd be embarrassing that would be an interesting slip-up since you're not streaming your screen. I know. You never know, though. <laughs> Maybe We've had weirder problems. Eye. If somebody zooms in on your eye, enhances the reflection, maybe they'll figure it out. Let's see. I'm going to cheer. 100. So keep smoky eyes. Keep them partly closed. <laughs> My cheer is currently processing. 
There we go. We did it. Hooray. So what you'll notice there in AKB, would you like to explain what those uh, cheer badges are? Well, it got replaced by Bits Leader. Oh, yeah. What? I'm sorry. Uh, cut out for me. Um, would you like to explain what the cheer badges are? The cheer badges are fancy little badges that go next to your name. Now, they are normally gems on Twitch, so we went with something that was, in my opinion, just as appropriate. Soul gems. Now, at this level, they are? it's just like soul gem fragments. As you oh. go up the rankings, they'll become more and more refined into a special soul gem that we should all be familiar with. Azura Star? Did they turn <laughs> yeah, into yes. Azura Star? Lost is just like, oh, just tell me what it is. I, like, there's two things you could have guessed, and yes, it would have been either of them. But how do you how do you build Azura Star out of having a bunch of smaller Soul Gem fragments? I don't think that's how it works. That's how it looks. Works. It's not how it works. It Yeah, it just replaces it as you level up. But Pylon doesn't have the badge anymore because he's got the Bits Leader badge instead. Yeah, what's the Bits Leader badge? We'll have to fix that up. Yeah, I've never seen Bits Leader before. Yeah. It might be a new thing to Twitch. And Pylon's listed at the top, and yeah. it says, well, I could cheer old. to take number two. Or you oh, could cheer to take number one. But it's weekly, so it resets in six days. I oh. can change it. In fact, I'm probably going to change it. Yeah, that seems... Steer the stream. Sweet. Awesome. So I think that's all of our UESP news for right now. Yeah, that was our one bullet point in the notes section. Yeah, that's, we've got a lot of news to talk about, apparently. Uh, we are doing some performance updates, too. Uh, thanks to our webmaster, Dave Humphrey. Always look forward to more of those. That's on the main wiki you're referring to, correct? Yeah. Yes. Good Do you know what it was sure that was that. updated? Uh, this week, gosh, you're putting me on the spot. Uh, well, you brought it up. It's <laughs> just like a side note. Like, hey, we're doing other stuff. But to answer your question, my good companion, uh, Dave Humphrey did some tweaks to the ESO logs. So you can look at individual logs now, apparently, which looks pretty cool, apparently. I didn't look into it myself because does that uh, mean that I just the, keep my own logs. But that does that mean like the tool will allow us to view, to view dialogue now or not? Uh, it could already do that. I couldn't find them on the online viewing tool. Are they stored somewhere separate? It's, this is probably an offline nightmare. conversation I should have. It's way too complicated. Uh, okay. I don't want to say it's way too complicated, but I'm not going to explain how to find it right now for our viewers' time. Okay. <laughs> You can tune in next week to find that one. I'm not going to discuss it until it gets postponed because a lot of news drafts. Yeah. Awesome. So there's a plethora of ESO news to kind of go through. So I'm going to save that until the end so we can kind of have a little bit more of a discussion on it. But um, Lost and or Alara, have you guys had a chance to check out the Popper gauntlet that happened in Legends? I know what it is, but I didn't do it because... I didn't either. <laughs> I did. I have... I get to be our to... Legends correspondent this week. Sounds like you did pretty well at it. Excellent. Yeah, so the Popper Gauntlet was a lot of fun. Uh, a Popper Gauntlet, if you are not aware, is a gauntlet like the ones that you would see other, um, other times in Legends where you pick a, you build a deck of cards specifically for that gauntlet and you try to run that through a single event. Um, the Popper Gauntlet was interesting because you were only allowed to pick through common cards to do this. Um, one of the things I noticed is it felt like everybody kind of built one of three decks. Um, that was kind of the meta there. So there was a few cards that kind of everybody you saw pop up every single time. Cause you're like, Oh, this is actually a really strong card and it's a common. So they popped up a lot. So a lot of them were based on that I saw was either a mage control deck, um, or one that was kind of, I can't remember the name of the card specifically, but it's the one where if you, Summon a card with greater than five health, give it plus one, plus one, and guard. So you would have that deck, which was a green-purple deck, 
that would be full of guards and expensive cards that would then get cards from that one um, to kind of try to steamroll a little bit. So that was fun. Um, so yeah, I got up to five wins and then I went on an epic losing streak. Or so, and then so five wins, three losses, which I was happy with. I didn't expect to go too much further. Um, I only did the one run of it, so I made my the rewards back for five win. If I remember correctly, was I want to say 150 gold. I'd have to look it up. I don't think we have it in the. I don't think we have it in the notes here. But the, it was like 150 gold, four event tickets. So I ended up gaining one event ticket because it cost three to enter. Um, and a few soul gems. I didn't rank, so I didn't really get anything additional to that. But I'm gonna take a quick look to the and Legends website. Go ahead. The rewards for it, neither of the gauntlets that they've done since the events came back have delivered card packs. So they've mostly just been small amounts of gold, soul gems, and event tickets. Um, as he said, it does take three event tickets to enter into a gauntlet. But as long as you win just one match, you get three event tickets back. I think so, this one was different. I think this one you only got one back. Oh, I think I'm, a single, or maybe it was zero wins. It was zero wins. You got not one back. Yeah, and then one as soon win. As you get it was one win. Wins, yeah, you get your thing back. So as long as you can win one out of four matches, then you can recoup. It's basically free to play, and then. That shouldn't be too hard, hopefully. Knock on wood. <laughs> yeah, the the nice thing with the interface, I was going to take some screenshots of it and I completely forgot uh, because I thought I had more time to play. But it showed spaces for when you could, uh, like card backs as an op, or card pack, sorry about that, as an option for mm -hmm. um, a reward for a different one. So these ones didn't have that, but it showed that they were available. So that was a lot of fun, though. Um, I'm glad that they brought back events in Legends. They used to do the gauntlets and like the Chaos Arenas a lot more. Um, and then I think mm -hmm. after the Sparky Pants takeover, they kind of stopped them for a little while. So it's nice to see them back. And it was a, it was nice that it's kind of like that. I can play this if I want to, but I'm not missing anything if I don't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been hoping for events to come back for a long time, and I hope we see the Chaos Arena soon. Yeah, the Chaos Arena is a ton of fun. Um, yeah, and card packs would be great if you can start getting or card packs. I keep saying backs. I would love card backs, but I know that's not going to happen. Um, that'd be way too easy to get. So that's awesome. Um, so Blades, some of our other news. Lost, did you get a chance to... Uh, Participate in so, the event this weekend? I did, but not every aspect of it. So I don't even remember all of the exact details. It was a building bonus event weekend. And what that meant was that you were able to get a lot more building materials from opening up chests. And since I finally got back on, I opened a ton of chests. So I did get that part. But you also had reduced timers to actually build buildings, which at the level I'm at, that's not super exciting. They all take a real long time anyway, <laughs> so I'm not like chomping at the bit waiting for the timer to count down so I can start the next stage because I usually have to save up money to actually buy the next stage. Yeah. But still, it's just a nice, useful little thing that they threw in for the weekend and weekends probably when people can play a little more. So they're continuing the trend of cool little bonuses and good on them for doing that. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Nothing to complain about there. Do they actually, where do all do they announce it anywhere other than the client and Twitter? I think that's it. Is they that do it? not appear as like official blog posts on the Blades yeah, sub site. Yeah, I've noticed that. So that's a bit annoying, but. They probably should. I feel like if, yeah. To that. Or like other places that they could show up. Like, I guess maybe the subreddit has them. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anywhere else that would. Be a good source of that. I don't I even remember the actually, official forum. I don't even, to be honest, I don't remember even getting that as a notification on my phone. I may have, but I only got it once I entered my town, not when I was on the main menu. And since I was mostly opening up chests, I didn't always open up past the main menu. Oh, I think I got the notification like there's one day left. I'm like, oh, there's a thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Last chance, you're like, yeah, I didn't even know. 
Um, so maybe hopefully in the future they'll find some more ways to let us all know about it. Awesome. Tell us on Monday to prep for Friday. Could be yeah. good. Did I my silly and refresh my notes? I did. Amazing. I went to go search to see if I could find the notes about the event with the tab that had our um, show notes on it. Right. Because that would be too easy. Um, uh, so besides Blades, before we move on to ESO, there's also the news about Creation Club. So there was a Creation Club update that they've teased that was supposed to be coming out this month, but I believe it was Carter Griffey posted on the forum saying, unfortunately, because of some unexpected stuff that came up, they're going to be postponing it a little bit. So it's not going to be coming this month. And hopefully that means, you know, good amounts of polish, further refinement put in, and those will be the best they can be. But they, Carter Griffey did say that they're going to have more extensive previews instead of just a sneak peek they're going to be able to have a more in-depth hey take a look at what we're about to release so keep your ear to the ground on that one there's some potentially cool stuff coming to creation club awesome were there any teasers so far they promised teasers because they're delaying it no there was a sneak peek already where they had a few images and then they said they're going to be giving deeper previews coming up the um the sneak peek showed us stuff like uh, Dark Seducer and Golden Saint are coming in, along with some armor sets. Um, Cyrus's outfit and his sword are coming. They're coming out with a quest line thing that's apparently their biggest content release yet. I don't know if that's the Shivering Isles one or not. It's not the biggest dungeon because Forgotten Seasons still holds that title, but it has Maybe. the most content. Quest line, armors, enemies, that sort of thing. Those are the ones that I remember clearly. Awesome. Yeah, that's super cool. I'm glad to see that they will be coming out with it. Kind of, It's annoying that we have to wait, but that's kind of the life of development. So there's not really too mm-hmm. much we can do about that. I've had to be on the other end of that before, so I'm not that upset. Uh, but yeah, so ESO seems to be where the majority of our news is this week. Um, so on Friday... We had our ESO Live, which we haven't had for a while, so it was kind of nice to see them getting back in there, where they kind of gave us a little bit of a preview about Dragonhold. So does anybody want to talk a little bit of what Dragonhold will be holding? (laughs) Well, I would go off of the fact... My information is going off of the Update 24 and Dragonhold preview that they posted. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember if that was before or after ESO Live, my... I don't have the schedule in my head. But they posted an article saying, hey, here's the preview. They do this, I think, for all their patches nowadays. Talk about what's coming up for Dragonhold. So, first of all, as you've seen from AKB, Dragonhold is now live on the PTS. So, AKB is playing the thing that we are talking about a preview of. I'm playing it right now as well. (laughs) Lara's also playing it? Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I wish I was playing it. So, AKB, where is Dragonhold taking place? Dragon I think we've Hold. talked about it before, but... Dragonhold takes place in the perilous jungles of Pelotane. You'll journey there via warping to a friend or by creating a new <laughs> character. Once there, you will be harassed by a strange bearded man named Sai Sahan to steal a pirate ship. After he gets denied a loan to get one, legally. After forming your pirate crew, you'll travel to find a dragon, which you will immediately befriend instead of killing, because there's no reason that dragon hunters have to kill every dragon, because that would be insane. (laughs) Spoiler alerts if you didn't want to go through. But this is all in the first, like, five minutes, I think. This is, like, three minutes. Yeah, the first three minutes. So we we don't... In the preview article, they mention Sai Sahan, and they say that you're going to find a powerful and famous ally from Elder Scrolls lore. And we won't tell you who that is, AKB. Good. I haven't... I didn't tell anyone. I'm just saying. (laughs) So there's a... Potential, well, I don't know if it's a fan favorite. It's kind of obscure, but there's a cool callback to previous Elder Scrolls stuff that's going to be going favorite. on. Well, I mean, that's where we're going to leave it. Yeah. 
Dun, dun, yeah, it's dun, not dun. like AKB showed them our social media or anything earlier. Or yeah. I was speaking to him during the, this podcast. <laughs> so if you uh, want to find out, you can go back and look. But until then. So, um, Alara, did you read up on like just the, the preview itself, that article, and what the story bits are? Um, not really, no. All I okay. have done is just uh, basically just jumped into the PTS so far. Just found so, an house, which is really cute. <laughs> so far, all I've seen is what's been on AKB's screen and then the preview thing. Um, it mentions that there's going on in Southern Elsewhere, that there's a dragon who's leading a, a different attack down there. Uh, his name is Latavulan. Now and, you're spoiling it. No, that is in the preview article. It's completely oh, okay. Different. Never mind. <laughs> And Make it says pack. that he's got a cult, a group of cultists that are supporting him. They're called the Order of the New Moon. Moon. Just, it's a good name. That is a good name. That's a good name for a cultist. Favorite book from the Twilight Saga? Order of the New Moon. There is there moon. a New Moon book in the Twilight Saga? Is that what the joke is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I should know that, but I don't. Um... Hashtag Team Jacob. Is he the so, werewolf? I'm going to keep cutting <laughs> off Lost with uh, yes. Twilight, yeah. <laughs> yes. Twilight questions. I like werewolves, so I'm okay with that. I did travel to the town in in Washington where I was say, that the town takes of place. Seattle. It works. I corrected it. I caught myself. <laughs> oh, the small town of Seattle, Washington. <laughs> Uh, as AKB said, you work with Sai Sahan because you're trying to get a group together to reform the Dragon Guard. Because, hey, Dragon Guard kills dragons, and there's bad dragons that need killed, so it makes sense to get dragon killers to do it. Makes sense. Fails to mention that the group mostly was disbanded because of his own incompetence. Sai's? Yes, he, he was the guy who was protecting the Emperor. Guess he wasn't protected. Yeah, the, he the didn't Emperor. do a great job at that. If you've well, done the main quest, the Emperor did it to himself. Kind of, it's kind of unavoidable at that point. I feel like they were all on a bit of a fool's errand. Also, I I, I forget this because it was so long ago when I did the main quest. Was Sai a part of an order of Dragon Guards, or was he the Dragon Guard? even though they didn't have a fully reformed order yet. He was the leader of the Dragon Guard. So there were other people that claimed the title of Dragon Guard with Varen. There are definitely more people claiming the title. Back during the Soulburst stuff? Yes. Okay. I yeah, don't know when... how closely they respect Sai Sahan, though. No, I mean, people that were part of Sai Sahan's team also claiming the title Dragon Guard. I'm because we not know sure that there's... about that one. Okay, I know, I know there's that there's other Dragon OG. Guard. Yeah, OG Dragon Guard are still alive. Yeah. Okay. But he did claim to be a Dragon Guard. Um, are the, when we go back on the main quest, oh, it's been a while since I've done that one too. Um, we go to his area to fight the what I thought was a dragon, but it was actually a Titan, the Daedric Titans. Yes. Um, are they? Do they call themselves Dragon Guard back there? No, it's, those are um, people training to be sword that singers. Was They're sword singers, okay. Yeah, I was trying to remember who they were. Mm -hmm. Well, it was their tomb. Like, no one's actually training to do it anymore. Yeah. Well, they're trying to. They're trying to restore the art. Yeah. Yeah. And my game um, keeps stuttering, and I keep fearing that it's not on our it's, screen. It's the actual game. Uh, not, it's not on your end. Which, we are getting performance updates with this. And when it's running smooth, I've definitely noticed things look a lot better. It's such a mixed bag, though. So it's also yeah, a it's PTS like it's, server, this is week, so it's hard to tell. This is day That's one true. of like probably a month a weeks. to two months of this. So yeah, it's always hard to tell like performance changes on a PTS because they're not. You always try to make a test realm or a test server as close to production as you can, but you never can. Because you right. can't afford to spend the same amount of money that you put on a production server for a test server. So there's always things that are like, this shouldn't, should be the same, but maybe it's a little bit different. Which is also one of the reasons why it's so hard to like, 
bug fixes to do on the PTS servers. Um, as a side note for whenever people are complaining that they never listen to your feedback and you've claimed that there's a bug on the PTS and then they didn't fix it in the live because they didn't listen to you. It's not always that. Sometimes they just don't listen. That's fine. But also what can happen is they can fix the bug on the PTS and think it's done. And then when it goes live, it's like, nope, you didn't do it at all. You did nothing. And it just looked like you did. So. Speaking of bugs, I'll be right back. There's a nasty looking bug on all of us. So. <laughs> and Alara was carried away by insects. And that's the last time we ever saw her. <laughs> I will be back. So the uh, other story stuff, Pylon, did you look at the did you look at the preview article and did you see the other story bit that they talked about? Are you talking about what happens if you do everything? Yeah. Yeah. So I did look at the preview article and I went through that. So what's interesting just, and I like that they're me. doing um, mm-hmm. in reference to the season of the dragon. Um, if you have done the main quest from the elsewhere chapter as well as do the quest line from the Dragonhold DLC, you'll be meted with an epilogue quest where we get to face and attempt to stop uh, Kalgrunti um, at the kind of like at the end to kind of finalize the Elsewhere chapter. So I don't know if we actually do defeat him or not, but that's really cool. I like that they're actually tying it all together. By the yeah. way, uh, to loop things back to the last uh, PTS. Remember the name Rakajin, because I'm probably going to have complaints about that guy later. <laughs> Is he the new Zumog Foom? Yes, he's another necromancer who's just working with the dragons for no clear reason. You're going to die. You died. He already died. Yeah. Well, I can, only, I can only have enough space for one video, so I'm watching the stream video so I can see myself. Oh, smart. The bug has been squashed. <laughs> the bug has been squashed. Up now it's a feature. Off the wall, but no damage. No damage done. Unfortunately, when your apartment goes or your house goes from PTS to live, you're going to realize it didn't actually get squashed. Yeah, <laughs> and it actually just multiplied. <laughs> uh, <I hope> not. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So other cool changes, though. Um, there seems to be a bunch of base game improvements that are coming mm-hmm. with update 24. So not part of the DLC specifically. So if you if you don't buy the DLC, you'll still get access to them. Uh, so mm-hmm. they're changing the way the memory management works. Um, and they changed actually a lot of skills too for performance reasons, which was really interesting. So um, the one was the mounted run sprint speed I saw uh, now functions the same way as normal sprints would. So mm-hmm. it, once you run out of stamina, you'll stop sprinting, which apparently has a big performance impact. So I wasn't they, aware of that. So They also refined the, the technology behind sprinting in general. Yeah. Like apparently it's more responsive now. It also reduces your stamina more gradually instead of in the stepwise way it previously did. It'll just be a constant drain. Oh, yeah. But, but they also said that sprinting duration is longer now like sprinting consumes less stamina yeah and the same for mounts they can sprint for longer and they increased the amount of stamina no the the mounts can't sprint for longer because they used to be able to sprint indefinitely okay you're right their their stamina runs out their stamina runs out yes yes yeah so they will eventually if the stamina runs out then they stop sprinting it's Funny that they did that because I always thought that's how it worked when I first started playing the game anyways. So then when my stamina ran out, I would let go of the shift key because I would just be like, oh, I can't sprint anymore. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah. So I just thought that was how it worked. So now it works how I always imagined it did. So thank you for making me look a little less like an idiot. They also mentioned that they've completely, with the update 24, they've completely overhauled how looking for group works, um, just performance stuff. Like none of these things, as far as I could tell, again, I know I said this last time, they don't sound super exciting, just stated on their own, but the actual implications of the game will be smoother and run yeah. quicker and be better. That's nice. I don't know. I think there will be a resounding cheer if Group Finder actually works properly. I think so. If people can get into queues and not have it crash and not have the bugs, that would be fantastic. But I expect there will be bugs because if they've completely rewritten it, now they'll just have different bugs. Probably so. That will hopefully slow away and go through in time. So, 
awesome. I can't wait to see some of those performance uh, changes. So I'll probably get a chance to try them out. Well, I don't know. PTSs are weird, as I said. Like, I, I maybe I'll try to get in there, but really, what performance uh, changes are going to be really visible on the PTS? You can't really tell everything on the PTS. So, yep. Awesome. Um, there was also, uh, as we mentioned, with the sprinting changes and some of the abilities, there are a ton of combat changes. Um, we won't go through them all right now because we're still just in kind of phase one of the PTS. So generally right now, all the numbers are completely out of whack and everyone's going to... I haven't seen actually too many people losing their mind on this one. I think people are starting to understand that, wait, the numbers don't really mean a lot right now. Wait and then get mad about it, um, which is a way better, way better plan because then you actually have context for what you're mad about. Um, so we won't be going through them all, but it looks like there's a, a decent amount of changes that are coming to... Uh, combat in ESO. Um, a lot of them seem to be for performance gain. Um, they mentioned some of them are for class identity. Uh, I was reading through a lot of the changes and they didn't really feel like they made that big of a change. The only one that stuck out to me was that Stam Sorks can now also be Pet Sorks because they can have uh, the Clan Fear as a Stamina ability now. But that's didn't really feel like that's super... Because I think Sorcerer, I think someone that's casting things more often than the Stamina Sorcerers don't really do too much of that. So I'm curious if there'll be other bigger changes with that to kind of go more class fantasy. Did you guys get a chance to look through any of those the patch notes for the class changes? I saw Baratron talking about some of them on Discord and because I am not in-depth into the combat engine of the game. I don't know a whole lot about it. I know that Soul Trap, people were talking about it as being an actual skill you wanted to use now, but apparently they're They've going to make it, it do 50% less damage. Yeah. So that sounds like it might make it not so used anymore, but I don't know how it actually compares. If it's already three times as good, then making it half as good as it currently is means it'll just be in line, right? It's probably not like that, though. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what the difference will be there. I'm just looking through the um, forums right now because that's usually where a lot of the feedback comes. I guess to open myself up to potential ridicule, my current um, character I'm running through on, I'm just playing a Nightblade, and I never switch to my bow. I always keep my dual wield out, and I really only have the, the dual wield skill that bleeds them. And then I have the assassination skill that does more damage if they're under 25% health. And then I have the ability that I hit them with some magic and I recover health for a little while. And then I also have turn invisible and then the column of shadows that heals me and makes me run faster. And those are just so I can get around. <laughs> so I basically only use three abilities in combat. I'm positive I'm doing it wrong. But I'm mostly yeah, doing it right. I'm mostly playing the game okay. That seems like I can the... beat single player quests. Yeah, that seems like a good way to do it to me. Are you having fun though? Yeah. Because you're playing story. the game right. That's not okay. <laughs> like philosophically, I disagree with that. That is the standard by which playing a game properly is determined. I think playing a game properly can be just literally however you want to play it. I don't think so. Like, I think so. If I'm playing chess and I'm just enjoying moving the pieces around and I'm not trying to win, I'm not playing the game. I am doing something different that is adjacent to playing the game, but it's not the same game then if I'm not trying to win. Right, but this is a different case. This is more of like you're in a sandbox doing whatever you want. You can control, you can run back and forth, back and forth in the Elder Scrolls Online. You're still playing the game. If you build a castle, talk, uh, knock it down. Build a castle, knock it down. You're still playing in the sandbox, even though it's not typically like a sandbox style game. It's still by the act of logging in and play, pressing the play button, you are now playing the game. I feel like there's degrees to it in this case, but I think the example I used one time is that if one person, all they do is log in, run into the water and get eaten by slaughterfish, and they just do that over and over... They're they're playing with a toy, but they are not playing the game 
Elder Scrolls Online. So I guess it's the issue with that statement then becomes where do you draw that line? Because then if you are not playing with perfect meta builds and doing all of the content available for final end game stuff, are you really playing the game then? In that case, definitely, yes. Because actually one that's person like, is playing the game, the best player. Everyone else is just messing around. Like, because that's like playing intramural soccer versus professional FIFA. So FIFA is a real thing, right? That's not just made up for video games. FIFA is a I don't think they call it thing. FIFA. It is FIFA. Okay. FIFA is the organization around soccer. Like World well, it's Cup. It's a it's German name. How would I know it? <laughs> Anyway, professional soccer and kids playing soccer, they're both still playing the game, but because they are playing by a certain set of rules, attempting to win a thing. This is a philosophical thing. I'm sorry. The Federation Internationale de Football. FIFA. Yes. Where's the A come from? Association. Okay. Whereas they call it futsal, beach soccer, and e-football. Yeah, chat points out, is Naps Naps on Bridges playing the game or not? Dun, dun, dun. No, he's basically hanging out in the lobby of a game, socializing. But is that not the game itself? Nah. I hard disagree with you, Lost in Hyrule. Playing the game. That's how they play it. Yeah, that's how they play the game. The game is many things to many people. Um, I mean... But- my point is that definitionally a game is something that has rules and you would try to win in some way. So in that yes, case, he's just within... socializing. But we do call the entire thing Elder Scrolls Online a video game, but only certain things within it are game play. I don't know. It's, it's nuanced. Yeah, now I'm questioning that definition of game. I, mean, I don't know if you, you have to Google win. It. I think the thing we're learning here is that when Lost was a kid, his parents never let him win Monopoly. We didn't own Monopoly. I was, I struggled very hard to beat my dad at Stratego, but I did eventually. Yeah, so number one definition of game is a form of player sport, especially a competitive one, played according to rules and decided by skill, strength, or luck. But then that doesn't work for video games because they're not all competitions. Sure they are. And well, okay. sport would sure uh, apply to everything. Like, Zelda is one where I am competing against the obstacles put in front of me in order to defeat it, be a skill, some luck. Like, that's a single-player adventure game, but the objective is to win against the rules. I think the objective is just to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll drop. Awesome. I don't know if we have any other topics to go through tonight, actually. So we can just keep talking about this forever if you want. Oh, we do actually have one other note. Uh, Twitch drops are coming to console finally. Um, So they're not available yet, but I think it's Q4 when Dragonhold comes out that Twitch drops should be enabled for console players. So that is our, I think, our final little bit of news that we have to discuss in... ESO land. Is there anything else anybody wanted to discuss before we sign off on our weird, technically faltering episode of this game? Nope. No, anybody else? Lara, AKB, you guys are all good for tonight? I am good every night. Okay, well, on behalf of everybody on the UESP, we want to thank you for joining us again. Hopefully we will get our technical issues resolved and everything will be hunky-dory next time we go live. Uh, Next week, we have a very special episode where we'll be joined by Cash and Jibs from the Lore Seekers podcast. So we're going to do a nice, fun interview with them, kind of explaining what they got them into the Elder Scrolls and what they love about the lore. So we're going to talk with them and have some fun, maybe play some games with them. (laughs) Uh, Awesome. So make sure you check us out on social media. Search for UESP. And you can find us pretty much everywhere. And then join us for discussion at discord.gg slash UASP. So on behalf of myself, Alara, Lost in Hyrule, and AKB, we hope you guys have some fantastic adventures in Nern. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye.
Oh wait, no, they can still hear us though. So. 